morning. Thank you, Katie. Uh, the scripture reading this morning is going to be in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. <clears throat> if you want to turn there, please. We'll be in verse 16. 1 Thessalonians 5, starting in verse 16. It says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Um, this morning... Uh, this morning is uh, going to be our chance to give our thanks back to God. So it's uh, basically your sermon today. I have a few thoughts that I'd like to share, and then uh, I'll probably open to, to break the ice a little bit, but it's going to be focused on you guys and what you would like to say in, in giving thanks for all that God has done for you in your lives and I know we could each one of us could sit here for, for days if we thought about the individual things that Christ has done for for us on a daily basis but remember there's a lot of people here so try to curtail it a little bit. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit this morning about the, the first Thanksgiving and if September 1620 a small ship called the Mayflower left Plymouth, England carrying 102 passengers Okay, that doesn't include the crew, that's just 102 passengers. It was an assortment of religious separatists seeking a new home where they could freely practice their faith and other individuals who were lured by the promise of prosperity and land ownership in the new world. After a treacherous and uncomfortable crossing that lasted 66 days, they dropped anchor near the tip of Cape Cod, far north of their intended destination, which was at the, the mouth of the Hudson River. One month later... The Mayflower crossed Massachusetts Bay where the pilgrims, as they are now commonly known, began the work of establishing a village at Plymouth. Throughout that first brutal winter, most of the colonists remained on board the ship where they suffered from exposure, scurvy, and outbreaks of contagious disease. Only half of the Mayflower's original passengers and crew lived to see their first New England spring. In March, the remaining settlers moved ashore where they received an astonishing visit from an Abenaki Indian who greeted them in English. Several days later, he returned with another Native American, Squanto, who was a member of the um, Patuxet tribe who had been kidnapped by an English sea captain and sold into slavery before escaping to London and returning to his homeland on an exploratory expedition. Squanto taught the pilgrims, weakened by malnutrition and illness, how to cultivate corn, how to get sap out of maple trees, how to catch fish in the rivers, and what poisonous plants to avoid. He also helped the settlers forge an alliance with the Wampanoag, which was a local tribe which would endure for more than 50 years and tragically remains one of the sole examples of harmony between the European colonists and the native people. In November of 1621, after the Pilgrims' first corn harvest provided, or proved successful, uh, Governor William Bradford organized a celebratory feast and invited a group of the fledgling colony's Native American allies, which included the before-mentioned tribe whose chief came, 
Now remembered as America's first Thanksgiving, although the pilgrims themselves may not have used the term at that time, the feast lasted for three days. While no record exists of the historical banquet's exact menu, the pilgrim chronicler Edward Wilson, or Winslow, sorry, wrote in his journal that Governor Bradford sent forth men on a fowling mission in preparation for the event and that the Wampanoag guests arrived bearing five deer. Historians have suggested that many of the dishes were likely prepared using traditional Native American spices and cooking methods, and because the pilgrims had no oven and the Mayflower sugar supply had dwindled by the fall of 1621, the meal did not feature pies, cakes, or other desserts. Too bad for them. Which had become a hallmark of our contemporary celebrations. Um, the colonies would go on to continue the tradition in their own right every year until the 1860s when President Lincoln made it a national holiday. And now, as we know, it's fourth Thursday of every November, which this year was the earliest date it could be. And next year, it's the latest date it could be and still be in November. Um, but obviously, giving thanks is not an original idea when the pilgrims came over here that they all of a sudden were like, oh, hey, let's give thanks. Um, it date back to biblical times, and I looked it up. Do you know how many times the phrase give thanks or the use of those words appear in the New King James Bible? Can you guess? 52. Wow, imagine that. One for every week of the year. 52. So if you just read those once a week, all year, We'd remember to give thanks, wouldn't we? I think it's interesting that those, when those numbers come out at me, they, I, I know there's not a coincidence. You know, even though it's been translated from the original, it's still, you know, something. I mean, it, it's not a coincidence that it's 52 times that it says give thanks in the Bible. If it would have been 365 times, I still would have been like, yeah, that's right. Makes sense. Um, and now, have you, have you guys heard the old joke, how much does a polar bear weigh? Enough to break the ice? Well, that's what I'm going to do right now. So I'm going to start with, my, with a story that I have of giving thanks. And it goes back <clears throat> to this month. Uh, we were having, this is, and obviously this is one story. We all have many, many stories that we can share. It started with, we were having some car trouble. I took it in and got it estimated, and they're like, as I was sitting there with the guy, he's like, well, if it... If it's, we know what it is, okay? If it's on this side of the motor, it's going to be this much money, which I was like, okay, that's fine. If it's on the other side of the motor, it's going to be about $250 more because we've got to take this off and get at it and where it is. So let's look it up online. And we looked it up online, and guess where it was? The other side of the motor. So, you know, we were able to cover the, would have been able to cover the, the front side, but the back side, that's just, I mean, was putting too much strain and. When we first bought the van, when we first got in it, we prayed and I dedicated that van to God. I said, I'm not going to spend the extra money on a warranty because the last time, the last three times I bought a warranty, it's just been a waste of money. I've not needed it. You know what? It's his van. He knows we needed it for our family. Something goes wrong. He's going to provide a way to fix it. It's tough to step out in faith, isn't it? Because you worry a lot, especially when it comes to money like that. You're like, Where's this money going to come from? And I just, I remembered that promise. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hold him at his word. I gave you this van. You told me that if I ask, and I'm faithful and I ask you, you will provide. That's what I'm asking right now. 
And I actually felt great. I didn't worry about it at all. The only thing I was worried about was not if he was going to bless me, but how much. Because I'm thinking back to all the stuff that I've done during the previous month, and I'm like, oh, you know, it would serve me right if he didn't do anything. You know? Really, it would. I, I, have, I have done almost nothing this month that warrants him to bless me in helping me fix this vehicle. But thank God he's God, not us. And he did. He provided the means. He provided all the means, and it was taken care of. And I can't thank him and the godly servant that he worked through that helped us through that situation. You can't thank him enough. And with that, I will open it up to you guys. I have a mic. You can sit where you want, where you are. You stand up if you want. You can stay seated right there. We're not going to make you come up front or anything. But anybody who just feels that they need to, to thank God today for something, anything, family, whatever, I will bring the microphone to you, and it will be your floor for the rest of the time that we have. If, if we fall short, we fall short, whatever, we will give praise to him in your heart. If you're not one that likes to speak, by all, by all means, still, let's just give him thanks. So anybody want to get us started? One of the things I'm thankful for, um, and maybe we don't think about this right at first, is I'm thankful for the writings of Ellen White. You know, in, in Ethel's uh, non-denominational Bible study and in talking with other people, they'll read through a Bible text and they'll kind of scratch their heads and, and say, well, I don't know, this seems to say this, or I don't know what it really says. And I think that our church is so fortunate to have that divine inspired counsel so that we may know exactly what the Bible is trying to tell us. Uh, We know it's not the great light. It's the small light leading to the big light. And I think that uh, the more I read uh, of what she says, the more I'm convinced without a shadow of a doubt that God put her here in these last days to keep us on on the straight and narrow path of what the Bible is trying to teach us. Well, Paul said that uh, her writings was great, and she wrote that whenever we have a privilege of a testimony, we should make it. And in so doing, I'm so glad that we're all sons and daughters of Christ. And we all have sons and daughters. Um, I, I just want to um, have a thanks a prayer Thanksgiving um, for the Stoffers that were here with us for the past year. That they blessed our church. Um, they loved us. Um, they loved the new members, and uh, I'm thankful that they were here with us and that we can remember the message he brought us to love God and love each other.
I want to thank the Lord for life. As many of you know, in December of 2008, I was diagnosed as brain cancer and was operated on. What a wonderful doctor I had. What wonderful medications we have today and the things they can do. I called Dr. Connors that time and because I knew him from way back and he had the church pray for me. When I had the operation, after it was done, the doctor, I asked the doctor, what is my problem? How Am I going to ever get better or what's it going to be? He says, well, I got to tell you, this is a real wicked growing cancer you have. Very few people live more than 14 months after these operations. He says, but I figure with medication and stuff, you'll be around for 6 to 12 months. Well, here I am now, almost four years. Thank the Lord. Now the doctor tells me that with the wonderful skills that the doctor is, that the Lord has given him and the equipment to work with and all the prayers that have been said for me, he says we can't lose. I just say praise the Lord every day. For I'm really not that sick. I'm weak and I'm tired, yes. But I'm here, Lord, and if I can do anything to encourage somebody else, I want to do it. Thank you again for a wonderful wife and a wonderful family. It's very important. Thank you, folks. Amen. I'm thankful for um, all the church members who continue to come back every week. And it just, it's uh, such a good feeling um, to uh, have a body of believers that are strong and, and want to work together. It's just such a blessing. You know, I... It's hard to have words for it, but and it hurts so much when you know somebody leaves, even if they just move. It, it's hard because all of us, each of us, each and every one of us, has something to offer each other. Just and your presence has been um, very important, and and feels good just that you come all the time. And I thank you for that. very thankful first of all for Jesus Christ and for him coming to the world um, to teach us how to live and be good stewards and and get to heaven 
Um, the other thing that I'm thankful for is the, the Fox Valley Seventh-day Sabbath Church. Um, about a year ago, I, I first walked through those doors um, not knowing what was going to happen, and I was welcomed by a wonderful church family. And I wasn't very good about going to church before, but after coming here, I have not missed a day of church. And I'm grateful for the Sabbath so I can come and spend the day not only with God, also through the week, but with others who believe as I do. Uh, Sometime this year, I had a problem with my one good eye, and uh, reading was compromised. Um, I read now off of the television screen. Um, If I get to read to sing songs, it has to be this large. Otherwise, they're kind of blurred, and I can't uh, make them out too well. And I have a faithful husband who types them out for me and prints them off and brings them uh, because we have the bulletin on uh, uh, the, uh, is, that is emailed to us. Uh, but I want to thank you all for prayers. Uh, I really appreciate them. And I appreciate the Lord who has helped me to get through this. Um, he's been my stay and my love for a long time. And um, I am very grateful that I have him in my life. Um, and I'm grateful for all of you, too. Thank you again for your prayers. I'm thankful for my family and my boyfriend and a friend like Jody and a chance to come to learn more about Jesus today at church and for the help with food I got this Thanksgiving from the church and for my son. I'm very thankful this morning that um, we have our daughter and son-in-law and and first grandchild with us. And I'm I'm thankful for this church body and all the wonderful people that make this up and make the church function and reach out to people, not only reach out to each other, but reach out to people in the community and our really vessels of God's love to others. I, I thank this whole group for your support when Terry and I were in our year in Haiti and for all the support we got this year while Terry went through some illness, some medical problems, and um, we're very thankful that he's feeling so much better. There's just, you know, Dave Wyland once said, God spoils us. 
you know, and I never had thought about it like that, but he does. He's so, so good to us, beyond measure. And I am just so thankful for so many things, but especially for all this group of people and for the love of our God and forgiveness and the patience he has with us. We have a granddaughter, and um, she contacted Lyme disease, and she had it about 14 months to 16 months, and she had to quit her college, and she had to quit her job. She got very, very, very sick, and they went to, in their denomination, they went to two prayer services, and she repented and whatever they needed to do for that, and uh, the second one, she was completely healed. She went to the doctor back. He says, you're, you're completely healed off the medicine and all the pills that she had to take. And we just are just so happy and thank the Lord for the healing. In Jesus' name, amen. Probably like most of us uh, here, I'm thankful for a multitude of things, the life you have allowed me to live, and the privileges you have allowed me to have. The thing I would like to present was part of today's Sabbath school lesson, which was unity. And there are a number of problems that have the potential of causing division within our Seventh-day Adventist denomination that are presently being addressed, discussed, contemplated, and studied. And Satan just takes glee when these things take place, that it can cause a diversion from what we really need to be about. And I just pray that each of us will continue to hold not to be all in uniform lockstep, but to be in unity for the will of God. Yes, I'm thankful for uh, being, for having the opportunity to uh, be with uh, Christ and to have him show me and so many people that are 
simplicities of life to just enjoy life and be grateful for each and every second and moment and see the beauty of, of everything. Thank you. Anybody else? I'd just like to praise the Lord for our church family. Just a wonderful family here. Nice and warm, especially this time of year. It's good to have precious church family, and also thankful for my own family as we got together over Thanksgiving. It's just a real wonderful time to be with each other and to praise the Lord for all the good food and the good times together. And just want to praise the Lord also for a good job driving truck. It was a few years that I was able to finally get that good job, but I thank you for the prayers for that. It finally paid off, so praise the Lord. And also for a good home and nice, just a nice place to live out in New London. So God is good. He answers prayer and just praise the Lord. Hello. I don't know if it's Right, I'm a visitor, so I'm going to just add a blessing from a visitor's perspective. Um, my folks are Terry and Jeannie Dietrich right here, and I, I just wanted to respond. If this is warm, man, I'm thankful to live in Arizona because <laughs> well, it was, uh, I think, 60 degrees when we left um, at 6 o'clock in the morning. So this is not warm to us. So we're enjoying the cold weather here in Wisconsin. Anyways, um, my name is Shelly, and I'm Terry and Jeannie's oldest daughter, and I just really feel blessed and grateful that uh, we've been able to spend this family Thanksgiving together. There was a time that I didn't know that that would be possible. And I just feel an incredible blessing that my, my husband and my son and myself were all able to get here safely with all those Chicago delays we were able to get here. And um, that we've been able to really spend a nice quality Thanksgiving time with my parents, uh, especially now that my dad's getting feeling better. You know, it really brings home how important your family is when they're not especially when they're not doing well, and it makes you appreciate exactly how wonderful that family is. I apologize for the sun. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much uh, for letting us join you here this morning. Like I said before, I mean, obviously, we all have tons of things that we could sit here all day. And Dave, you got something? Um, well, first of all, Jeannie, you, you surprised me. Um, it, it's scary to know that people actually listen to anything I say. <laughs> um, I, I'm just so thankful for... 
I think a lot of times the, the things that we just take for granted, just um, I have a great wife who puts up with me and kids and grandkids and their spouses. And uh, um, I just think a lot of times I, I anyway, take them, take them for granted until I am able, able to see what's going on around the world and how easily and how quickly all that can be taken away from you. So I think all of us probably need to just treat each day like, you know, you never know. You never know what could happen. Um, I'm thankful for other little things like the people that put together our Sabbath school lessons. You know, I get so much out of that. And um, um, I kind of wish and, and hope and pray that eventually we get more people to to join in our Sabbath school classes because I just think we we learn so much. It's it's one thing to run down the 27 or 28 fundamental beliefs and leave it at that, but it's a whole other thing to be able to discuss with people what we believe and why we believe it. And it's neat to know that Seventh-day Adventists all around the world are studying the same lesson at the same time that we are. So, um, And, of course, last but not least, I'm thankful for my church family. I'm, I'm closer to you guys than probably my own brothers and sisters, which is kind of sad to say, say because, you know, it isn't like they live that far away. We're all within driving distance, and yet I, I sometimes feel more at home here than, you know, there, so thank you, all of you. I'm not sure who it was back there, but somebody said God is good. I'd like to add that God is good all the time. Because even when we go through tough times or things that discourage us, he's still there to bring us through. And, you know... Our church family is there, and just so many ways that God is good all the time. And I just want to say how much I appreciate what he does in our lives. And, and, you know, we look at the political situations and all the things that happen in the world, and we know that even though it can be scary, God is good, and he's going to take care of us, and he's going to see us through, and he's coming soon. And I don't know what people do without that hope and that understanding. And, and I just thank him for the opportunity to witness to others about that because there's nothing better than be able to pass on that, that understanding that God is good all the time. Hi. I'm uh, just very thankful um, for this church and... Uh, my church family, and um, I thank you full for the, all those, especially who were close to us when we were going through very difficult times, and who had compassion and um, and the strength sometimes to lift us off our knees, and that was through the power of Jesus, and I'm very thankful for. Um, uh, Alma and Pastor, who um, have been very close to us, and uh, 
through them, God has worked um, many things and uh, showed us many things. And I pray that we will continue to grow and that um, we will continue to um, grow as a church and that we will continue to spread the word. And I thank you for so many blessings that he has given us and I am ready and waiting for him to come and um, I am thankful for a day and my family and if any of you can be here next Saturday to join us it would be wonderful and God bless you all and thank you well now it's my turn um, I'm really thankful for God because he, he is God and he is the definition of love that goes beyond anybody's understanding and his his patience with me when I um, let him down more than I lift him up many times, yet he still loves me. And I know that he is in absolute control since before the beginning of time, more than I could, any of us could even comprehend. And I can just look back in my life, uh, times that I've needed surgery, uh, even when I couldn't afford it, uh, God came through. I, I would like to thank um, Betty Beatty and, of course, her late husband, uh, who actually led us to this church, and Carol and Bob Buchholz. And also Paul and Ethel, because in my opinion, it was my struggles, but they seemed to be so great and burdensome. And they just never skipped a beat. When I needed to call, they answered. And they helped me through some serious struggles. And um, I've learned more about the truth of the Bible and the love of God through this church uh, than any other place. And I'd also like to thank Pastor Stauffer and his wife who have been an example to us, to Kim and I, and to help us figure out all the stupid little things that we let Satan rule over us uh, and we're keeping us apart. And um, the struggle's never going to be over. And through all this, you know, I can say that it's really important to, to claim God's promises and that could be hard at times because even Ellen White said that 
where, and I'm just paraphrasing, but a lot of Christians fail and fail to come back to Christ because they feel that God isn't going to forgive them. And that is one of his promises that he will forgive us if we are faithful and if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that can be really hard at times. And Satan really likes to, I think not only me, but many people just take it and try to twist that and make it dif- difficult for us to come to God. And I'm thankful for Jesus. I, I wish that I could touch his robe. I'm grateful and I constantly have to struggle with my sinful nature that wants to disobey the commandments and I got to get right back on my knees and the wonderful thing is is that each day is a new day and God gives us that opportunity every moment of the day and This phone line is never busy. So thank you. I thank everybody for sharing this morning. Like I said, obviously we could go on for hours or days, and I'm sure that's one of the things we'll get to do when we get to heaven. (laughs) And it won't seem so bad waiting in that line, will it? You're trying to get your thoughts, oh, what do I want to thank him for first? Dear Heavenly Father, We have so much to be thankful for, and we pray that we be able to express it all to you one day, because mere words that we have here can't express it, but help us to express it through our thoughts, through our actions, through the way we treat others, through our daily toils, through the good times and through the hard times. Help us to show our thanks to you. We praise you when we're winning, and we praise you when we're at our worst. That's what we hope to do, that no matter the situation, we remember all that you've done for us. We thank you. We pray now that you be with everyone as they travel to their homes to start the week anew, that your Holy Spirit be with us this week to guide us and help us in dealing with the people that we meet with our own families. Help us to keep you at the center. We ask this all in your name. Amen.